Today on Lockdown White Sox, I'll be talking with my guy, Nick Murawski of the Good Guys Talk Back podcast. We'll be talking about a great event for you Southsiders, some trivia happening on March 10th, and we'll talk about the MLB lockout and some Sox issues. And just, you know, he's a great Sox fan. It's a great Sox conversation here on Lockdown Sox. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're free and available on platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can find us there at Locked On Sox or by searching Locked On White Sox. I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. I'm the host of Locked On Sox and I am a content creator for the CHGO White Sox beat. We have been up and running for three podcasts now. It's been a great debut. Accordingly, we are the uh, uh, the number one baseball podcast in America, but I don't know if I should be saying that on my other baseball podcast, but it is true. And uh, I'm here talking to you five days a week about the White Sox and somebody else who I've been able to talk to about the White Sox before and somebody who I know bleeds black, um, which is unhealthy, uh, is Nick Murawski of the Good Guys Talk Back podcast. Him and Pat Hester are your Sox fans to go to uh, for an opinion. You know, if, if you're if you're looking away from some of the bigger companies, you're looking for true Sox fans, their opinions. Nick and Pat are your guys. Nick, I'm excited to have you co-hosting an episode here. How you been, man? Sean, thank you so much. What a pleasure. I'm excited uh, for this. Uh, I, I've been well, aside from the baseball news. Uh, I've been I've been good. So uh, this is going to be a real treat, I think. Absolutely. Today is Wednesday, March 9th. And you mentioned this before we were talking, and I don't want to, you know, cause any issues at my new workplace, but it was mustache debate. You, Vinny Duber, I, I see Vinny's all the time. It is glorious. But one thing I was taken aback when we, we talked in January was your mustache. It is mm. clean. It's precise. I mean, I need tips. If you're going up against Vinny Duber, though, in a mustache, <laughs> you know, showdown here, who, who's winning? Are you, are you taking the crown from Vinny? I don't think I could take the crown yet for from Vinny. He I have I've been following uh, and I've tried to get a little bit of some grooming tips, but I don't think he's willing to give those tips up. I, I and I don't blame As him. Yet, um, yeah. You really have to be meticulous. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of like a bonsai tree. You've got to be uh, you know, you've got to be trimming and, and there's, there's a lot of work that goes into it um, to, to get it to the shape you 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 look for. So. I, he's kind of like uh, he's up there. He's he's also brought the mustache back. You know, yeah. I feel like it, it was kind of gone for a while and he's kind of brought it a little bit mainstream, at least through the White Sox Twitter world. So I love that he's kept it. And uh, I just I just hope to be in the conversation. That's oh, it. You're definitely in the conversation. I mean, you're you're in the team picture. You're on the team. Picture, <laughs> and, and absolutely. I mean, I, I think we just need uh. the true. Uh, aficionado. We need we need Eloy Jimenez out here. You know, it, he's the guy that recognizes Vinny's uh, mustache in the, in the press room, in the press box. And, you know, we just need to introduce him to the other one. Uh, we will have Nick versus Vinny. Uh, it, it should be an exciting You know, battle. if that's the way I get to talk to Eloy Jimenez, that's fine by <laughs> me. That works just fine with me. Absolutely. We miss our uh, big baby. MLB lockout is still going on. And I do want to remind you before I, I oh, no, I already said it was March 9th. Uh, Nick, I, I have this uh, long, long uh, 
uh, typical uh, behavior to just completely not mention the date. Uh, so now I'm trying to over, <laughs> over yeah. uh, what's it called, over, overcompensate by telling you the day that's March 9th. Uh, but that's important because the Good Guys Talk Back is hosting an event out in uh, good old Blue Island. Uh, why don't you tell us about it? March 10th and March 24th. March 10th, obviously, uh, coming up on Thursday. But the Good Guys Talk Back podcast are taking it out on the road, huh? Yeah, you know, we um, we kind of set goals for ourselves every year. This is our fourth uh, year doing the podcast, fourth season. And, you know, this year, Pat and I were talking uh, around the holidays and we said, you know, we'd really like to get out in person and, and host some events, uh, whether they are, you know, pregame, you know, parties when the Sox are on the road, come out and, and we'll record an episode, then stick around and watch the game with us. Um, and I, you know, I love trivia. I, I used to participate in bar trivia pretty regularly years ago. And uh, during, you know, the beginnings of COVID, I, I hosted and, and did some just many little White Sox trivia with some family and friends. And we were connecting through Zoom and, and nobody was able to go anywhere. Um, and I and I love it. I, I handcrafted the questions. Uh, there are four rounds. Um, it is going to be at Rock Island Public House, which is a great Southside bar in Blue Island. Uh, Pat and I are going to be there. We got a lot of giveaways and, you know, I've been able to connect and, and Pat and I through good guys talk back. Uh, we've connected with so many folks uh, just, you know, in Twitter world and social media world. And, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to meet some folks, you know, I'd like to meet some listeners, some, some other Sox fans and you know, we were hoping this was going to lead up to opening day with it being on the 31st, which we know is not going to happen anymore. But right now, I, I hope these events and there might be more of them, you know, throughout the year. I hope these events are, are just a way for almost therapeutic for Sox fans to come out, talk Sox baseball, test their knowledge and just kind of take a mental break a little bit uh, from kind of the, the darkness that's fallen upon a sport that we absolutely love. Yeah, absolutely. And you're going right to the right place, my friend, to the south side, the heart of the south side, <laughs> 133, 28 Old Western Avenue out oh, on yeah. Island at the uh, Rock Island Public House. So that should be fun. Uh, I'm going to try to make it out on, on the 10th. And if not, I'll be there on the 24th. Uh, I got to support my guys. And, and let's talk about the Good Guys Talk Back podcast, kind of give people an idea because, you know, you guys had me on on January. It was a blast to talk to you. We were talking about the lockout then. We're talking about the lockout still. You always open up your podcast talking about how it's a fan-centric podcast. How is this affecting the fans? How is it affecting season ticket holders? I mean, what's the big impact of this lockout and those two series being canceled? Uh, yeah. Rob Manfred canceled. Well, you know, Good Guys Talk Back is um, just a, it's a passion project. Uh, I started it. Um, I started it in the during the winter meetings when the Sox were... Uh, hopefully going to land Machado or Harper or both. Um, and yeah. And Do they have both Nick. Can you, yeah, uh, no, 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 we, uh, we, we got Yonder Alonzo and John Jay yes. and uh, those, those didn't last long. Uh, so it was born in anger. Uh, it was almost born uh, out of a need to just, you know, uh, get some things off my chest as a lifelong diehard uh, multi-generational Sox fan. So you know, fast forward, you know, through the seasons and uh, Pat and I have really, you know, Pat and I have known each other for 20 years and you, everybody has those friends or those, those family members that you can just instantly connect with and you might not see each other for a while and then you get together and it's just, you're not even missing a beat. 
And you might have those subject matters or those things that just you can always get right back in. And the White Sox for Pat and I have been that thing. And, you know, years ago in college, you know, we would we would go to uh, out, you know, to a bar, to a restaurant, wherever, or just watch the game, you know, in a dorm room or an apartment. And we would pick apart the game and, you know, we would, you know, analyze and, and question and invent and, and get angry. And, you know, losses would sit with us and uh, having this ability, you know, to to create a podcast when this started really popping years ago. You know, I I said to Pat, like, we've got a little bit of background in doing some broadcasting work in, in college and, and we've got the passion uh, let, let's, I think, I think there's a, I think there's a market for this, for, for two folks that just want to talk like fans, hopefully to other fans. And we don't get too much into, to the metrics and to the numbers. And, um, you know, I, I know there's a place for it and we've embraced it and we, and when there's an opportunity to bring it into the conversation, obviously we do. Um, but it's more about just I almost talk, uh, I call it like tavern talk, like two guys just sitting at stools at the bar, you know, watching the game. You know, did you see this? You know, how did that make you feel like what's going on uh, with the way La Russa handled that? Or, you know, uh, what do you think the Sox need to do against this team? It's really breaking down games um, in a way that is very, very fan centric. Yeah, and that's exciting to listen to. And I, I wish you guys had games to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that'd be great right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah. spring training. I miss, I miss baseball. And, 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 you know, how is that affecting you as a fan, as a season ticket holder? You know, you're not able to be at that ballpark. You're not able to be watching spring training games. Uh, you know, you, you tell me you live and die with every single pitch. There's no pitching happening. There's yeah. no pitch count. Nick, what's, what's happening to you? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I, I I live in Bridgeport and I am two blocks uh, west of the ballpark. So just about every day, I either walk past the ballpark on my way to the train or I drive past it, uh, you know, to hook up with a highway to to get to work. And it is uh, it hurts. It's painful. I've I've often thought, well, maybe I should just take a roundabout way because I can't drive past it. And, and, and folks, and, I, and it sounds funny and it sounds like, wow, this guy really needs to get a, a, a hobby or something. But it is just when you're when you're born with it, you know, like my parents, diehard Sox fans, their parents, uh, diehard Sox fans. And I know folks that are listening to this, they can relate to it. They're like, I get it. It, it just you, you can't shake it. And from a from a diehard long long time forever Sox fan, uh, it really hurts. I mean, it's almost personal. Um, and I'm slowly and I didn't I didn't think I was going to get to this point, but I'm starting to become a little apathetic. Even though with all of the new the news that constantly is 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 flying through social media of like, well, this is where. MLB is at, this is where the players union is at. And you don't know who to believe right now. And your, your hopes are up and then they're crashed. And then there's a, there's a, a hard deadline here. Uh, we're going to start canceling games. Well, we're actually going to push the deadline a little bit more. And now if we can get a deal, it's, it's it, for me, you know, of course I listen to that and I read it and I watch it because I'm so damn hopeful, but um it, 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 it takes minutes, hours, days off of your life following this. Uh, it's crushing. And I, I think, you know, the, the question Pat and I posed to each other recently is, 
well, are you going to come back to the game? You know, how quickly will you start buying tickets again when this is over or, or buying merchandise? And, you know, there, yeah, there's a part of me that wants to like hold the game hostage and say, you lost me for X amount of games, or, you know what, you're not getting my money this month, or I'll, I'll wait till the summer. But I love the game. You know, the game is bigger than all of this. The White Sox are bigger than all of this. I mean, that is my connection, my thread through my past, present, and hopefully my future. So how can I just abandon that? It's it's kind of a sickness. So I don't think you can. You have eight White Sox things either in this frame right now. You have a flag, you have four pictures, you have a hat up there, you have a hat on, a jacket on. It's your yeah. hobby. They're going after your hobby, Nick. Yeah, I'm going to have you over to the basement one of these days, Sean. We'll we'll fire the grill up, and uh, it's kind of a mini shrine, you know. Um, it, it's the thing that you know I I can talk, I can call my father and and just talk to him during baseball season, and we might not say much about what's going on in each other's lives. Uh, but, you know, we can connect through the White Sox uh, with my brothers, you know, with my mom, with with obviously friends, even coworkers, And with the world starting to change and everybody kind of getting back to a somewhat a sense of, of normalcy. Right. It's it's been a couple of years. You want the things that you, I guess, latch on to and and provided comfort for you to be there. Um, and when baseball is not there for, for me, the thing that I can always kind of reset at uh, it, it, it's a little it's it's off putting. It, it's troublesome. And I don't mean to be rude here, but we just got to sneak it in. Do you know who else you could talk to base, uh, baseball about? You could t- talk baseball with this person. Do you know who, who, who I'm thinking of? Um, boy. Um, James Earl Jones, um, close Tim Tebow and Tim Tebow's new book, Mission Possible (laughs) is out. Are you ready to discover your purpose and leave an impact wherever you go? Mission Possible written and read by New York Times bestselling author and athlete Tim Tebow encourage you to find your inspiration, pursue your purpose and create a life for yourself that counts. Ignite a spark in your life through this new inspirational listen. Mission Possible by Tim Tebow is available everywhere your audiobooks are sold. I want to go back to your basement, though, because you, you mentioned yeah. it's a shrine. What's the favorite piece down there? Well, if, I, if I'm going down there, what's the first thing you're showing me? Well, you'll see the the Canerico autographed jersey. I mean, he's my guy. Um, you know, I, I grew up with favorites like, of course, Frank Thomas and Blackjack and Robin Ventura and, and Fisk and Guillen. Um, but Canerico, uh, when he came along, you know, he, he became my all time favorite. So I've got a bunch of uh, Canerico memorabilia. Um, I've got a, a old Comiskey Park brick, uh, you know, that they were selling at some of those uh, Chicago White Sox charity garage sales. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, I don't have as many bobbleheads as my sack summer. Uh, that's for <laughs> sure. But I'm I'm pretty close. Uh, I'm pretty close. Um, you know, ticket stubs. I, I've I've gone to see the Sox in, in 16 different stadiums. Um, What's a little true. Uh, well, we're hoping uh, it would be San Diego, uh, which would be the end. Yeah, that, that's a stadium I've not been to. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, last year was Pittsburgh, which was a wonderful. I ended up running into Herb uh, there in uh, Pittsburgh. Great stadium. Um, it just a, it, a lot of this stuff encompasses just, you know, 
man, way back the 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, from penance to, um, you know, I've got just about every media guide since I've been born, you know, the yearbooks, the it's, uh, yeah, I've got some Giolito and Rodon stuff. I was at Rodon's no hitter game. So I've got some of his kind of memorabilia from that night. Um, everything and anything, nothing's off limits. I got a couple of the, uh, the new Comiskey park, the blue seats, when they ripped mm-hmm. out like the top 10 rows mm-hmm. to make it a little less scary climbing up there. Uh, they were selling some of those. I've got a few of those in the basement. So um, I would love my a dream get would be a couple of those uh, wooden green old Comiskey Park seats. Ooh. Those would those be around? Would, they're around and, you know, they go for some crazy money. Uh, but uh, to get a couple of those in the basement, that would be that would be a nice bit, bit of a capstone. That's some Apple TV MLB money, you know. That's, yeah. That's, oh, wow. that's that's the type of money you need to get the the green chair. Uh, you yeah. mentioned though a couple people, and I, I want to move this transition. We we have you on to talk about uh, the Good Guy Talks Back uh, trivia uh, event that's happening on March 10th and March 24th at the uh, 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 Blue Island Public House or Rock Island Public House. Yeah. Uh, in Blue Island, uh, 133 28 Old Western Avenue, out in Blue Island, the Rock Island Public House. What time is that again, Nick? Uh, 7 p.m. Um, you know, it, it should go till about nine, but there are there are four rounds and then there'll be a final question. So uh, both both nights, 7 p.m. Look at that. I have now for you. We do trivia on Fridays. I'm moving it to Wednesday for a guest. I have four <laughs> rounds of trivia for you and a final question. Look at oh, that. boy. We oh, wow. Talk about this. OK. Yeah. No, we did not. Uh, do you want to pick your 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 your, uh, your topic? I got four topics for you or you can just go in in, in the order I have. You know, I'm just going to go in the order. That's how confident I am, Sean. Let's do it. Well, you mentioned your guy, Paul Konerko. Yeah. And the first topic is 2005 White Sox because, of course, before the 2018 World Series, Game 3 of the 2005 World Series was the longest in World Series history. The famous moment was in the 14th inning when Jeff Blum homered off of this Astro. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the oh. only reason I'm torturing you with this is because I found this out recently and it's in my head. Oh, boy. It wasn't a position player. Um, who did they throw in? Um, gosh, did they bring back? Did did Roy Oswald pitch? He I... started that game. Okay. He, he started that game mm. for the uh, for the good old Astros. That was the uh, uh, the. Uh, pitcher that AJ hit the double off of uh, the base. Oh man, I'm drawing a blank on the Astros pitcher. Yeah, I, I think I started you off too hard with Ezekiel Estacio. Woo, there you go. <laughs> My bad. Are we getting any Ezekiel Estacio mentions on us? Oh man, I was I was actually with Pat that night. We were watching the game at Bar Louie near UIC uh, campus on Halstead, and we're like, you know what? We're, let's just start heading home. Um, we were in the Southwest Burbs at the time, and we're on 55 and uh, hearing that home run and, and Pat's laying on the horn, and we are just shouting out the windows that, gosh, what a night. Oh, that, that's, I mean, that's got to be memorable. And, and knowing Pat, I mean, that guy's probably going absolutely <laughs> nuts. Uh, all right, next up, Southside Hitman is the topic. On July okay. 31st, 1977, after walking Kansas City Royal Joe Lahoud, this pitcher was removed after throwing nine and two-thirds innings in the first half of a doubleheader versus the Royals in a 5-4 to four win, capped off by a Ralph Gar walk-off single. Which pitcher pitched those nine and two-thirds innings for the Southside Hitman? 
1977. Um, gosh, man, you are going down some rabbit holes, Sean. I got to give you credit for crafting these questions, man. It shouldn't be too hard. I didn't try to make this one too difficult. He, uh, he's, he's, if, if you're watching White Sox baseball, you'll probably hear his name. You will hear his name. If you're watching White Sox baseball, you're, oh, okay. Well, Steve Stone. All right. I made that too easy. Steve okay. Stone is the answer. Nine <laughs> and two thirds. Oh, Nine man. Nine and two thirds. And the only reason they pulled him was because they walked him. I mean, he would he would have easily been able to finish out the top of the tenth. Hearing some of those numbers of, of, you know, the innings that some of these guys pitched, when I, when I was going through some of the, you know, media guides and baseball reference and you'd see some of these numbers that these guys would put together in the 50s and 60s and 70s. Uh, it was just unheard of. Like there was no bullpen. There were like three guys that, you know, maybe we'll get some time. I don't know. But those guys went full games consistently. I mean, saves wow. weren't developed until like 1979. I'm pretty sure yeah. Tony Larusa developed them uh, when, yeah. he was, when he was in the minor leagues. Like, sure. I, mean, I, I was I was going back through all the, the data and stuff. And it's like, you know, they really didn't start using them until like the 90s. Like like true, mm-hmm. the, you know, the closer. And that's, you know, why you see Willie Hernandez win the Cy Young in 84. But then like Eck come, come along. Yeah. In oh, sure. It, it, the, the birth of, of the reliever has, has been crazy to see in baseball. Uh, let's remember some guys. This guy is an reliever. Uh, but after playing uh, this player for five years in the AL Central, the Sox traded for him in 2009, and he ended up playing 128 games with the White Sox. Who is he? Uh, okay, so he was in the AL Central, um, and we ended up trading for him and bringing him over in 2009, you're saying? Yes, and then he, okay. he stayed for 2010. Stayed for 2010. Um, gosh. Uh, so t- 2008, our blackout year. Um, trying to think. Uh Boy, Sean, I'm going through the teams right now. You got to give me a hint on this. I'll I'll give you, do you want number or do you want position? Because I didn't, I didn't mean to make these too hard. So I don't want to. You know what? I don't even know if I should be hosting this trivia night anymore, Sean. I think you are You're a great public speaker. You're a great public speaker. I wasn't trying to make these difficult. Oh man. Give me, uh, give me position. Uh, third base, first base. Third base, uh, first base. Um, man, why am I drawing uh, a blank? Be way too hard of a guess or way too hard of a question. Oh man, and I bet you I'm going to be kicking myself uh, as soon as I as soon as I hear it. Um, you also play right field, if that helps. Uh, third base, right first base, right field. <sighs> to tell me, and I'm going to just I'm teeing. Oh, of course, the Royals. In your gosh, point. number one in your heart. I might have, you know, the number might have. Uh, yeah, and, some and, some of those years you just forget about because you're like, boy, I wanted it. And that 2019, oh, that was, you know, though there's been there were some rough ones, uh, and that was that was a rough one. Yeah, that in 2014 or are, are yes, tougher years. We don't like to talk about on yeah White Sox podcast. Uh, in, this, sure, this one's going to be about a, a more a, a player you should know. Uh, this is the retired numbers category. This player had his number retired by the Sox in 1997 after 13 years of service on the South Side and 24 years in the majors. Who am I? Well, 1997 was Fisk. Yes, um, yeah. Ding, ding. 
Yeah, uh, that uh, I love. I love the retired numbers. I know a lot of people don't get too excited about retired numbers, but I find it to be such a wonderful honor to a player that did so much for an organization and even community that you might not go on to the Hall of Fame, perhaps, or be known nationally. But here in this town, here in this uh, fan base, you are held to such a high regard. So. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in go ahead. The same way, I have a question for you, but we got to take a quick break. Yep. And I got to mention my my friends at Built Bars. Have you tried the puffs from Built Bars yet, Nick? I, you know, I haven't. Well, Tell me about this. You're missing out on one of the best Built Bars, uh, one of their best tasting bars. Built Bar has to offer. They're, the puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, Nick. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. They have incredible flavors like yummy, cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. All of them are so good, Nick. And these are going to be your new favorite if you give them a try because, again, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. They are low in calorie and high in protein. And the best part, too, is the taste. Not only are they healthy, but at Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And Nick, if you're looking to be a do-it-yourselfer with your car, go check out our friends at Rock Auto. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more at some of these chain stores? Did you know I paid $30 for a windshield wiper pump uh and it was only eleven dollars at rock auto i mean you could save 92 percent on just windshield wiper pumps alone rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years their prices are reliably low for every customer and they will have everything that you need whether it's brake parts tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you they have an amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com now thanks for making lockdown white Sox your first listen each and every day lockdown mlb prospects we don't know much about those uh nick host lindsey crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the mlb stars of tomorrow it's free and available wherever you get your podcast now after we took that little break there i have a i have a question for you we talked about this sure. today on the the chgo white Sox podcast and herb lawrence said that it's a disgrace that 13 isn't retired and you talk about doing so much for a franchise so much for a city ozzy not only as a player but as a manager too, bringing the 2005 world series you're you're a fan i mean season ticket holder what would it mean if ozzy's number was retired and, and is it does it mean something that it's not retired right now it definitely means something that it's not retired. Um, the fact that it has not been issued to a player since uh, he left for Miami means something. And you know, the you last know, player to wear this, wear, wear the number. I found this. I want to say Willie Harris. Correct. Two thousand. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm trying to get back here and save face after those earlier questions you threw my <laughs> well, way. <laughs> I, was, I, I did you dirty with those questions. Um, oh, I forgot Sh- about the questions too. We still got one more. Uh, Sean, we, uh, Pat and I talked with Ozzy Gian Jr. on the, uh, on the good guys talk back uh, podcast over the summer. We posed the question to him and uh, he made it sound like there had been some conversations, you know, almost like in a, in a, joking kind of way with Jerry, like, when's that going to happen? Come on now. And uh, junior, you know, gave me the impression that it would mean obviously the world to Ozzy huge, huge, um, you know, and, and put a statue out there uh, to wear the uniform for as long as he did. 
Um, and then to come back and, and manage almost being told like, you're going to fail. Um, you know, you're, this isn't going to work out for you. You know, you've got some, some third base coach experience, you know, namely with the Marlins, um, you know, it, it almost seemed like, okay, we went from Jerry Manuel. Let's bring in Ozzy. He he's, you know, he's passionate. The fans are going to love him. We don't know exactly what we're doing with maybe our manager right now, but we'll bring in Ozzy as a placeholder. And he just lit a fire uh, with the fan base and the organization. And, you know, I, I think that it's got to happen and it should happen sooner rather than later. You know, so I know he's a grandfather, you know, Ozzy Gian, and, and it just, I think it would mean so much to his family, to the legacy, to the Gian legacy. So um, again, I know a lot of people don't really get into retired numbers, but to have an Ozzy Gian day to retire that number, you want to talk about how are fans, how are we going to get fans back to baseball? And that's a big question that that's one good way is start bringing back some fan favorites and honoring them in an appropriate way. And retiring Ian's jump number is one of those ways. Well, and the thing too, like not only did he do it in the field rookie of the year, uh, not only did he do it in, in the manager position, you know, uh, World Series in 2005, but I mean, he's still an ambassador. I mean, he's probably the, the most known White Sox personality, TV personality, media personality that they have. I mean, Ozzy is such a, a lightning bolt uh, on TV. So it's like, you know, he's, he's continuing his White Sox legend, uh, you know, even in the booth too. So I, it's, it's definitely something that I think needs to happen. Uh, let's get back to my way too uh, hard uh, trip. Your questions. The final one. <laughs> this is the final boss, uh, which you know you might get easily. Uh, mm. The American League Cy Young has been around since 1956. Can you name the three White Sox players who have won the award? You don't have to give me. The I can. Um, Jack McDowell, uh, Lamar Hoyt, Ding. and ooh, this one I, I believe it was Billy Pierce. No, not. Uh. Oh. Three years or four years, four seasons probably after the uh, award was established. 1959 early win. Early win. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Like effort though. I mean, I'll give it to you. Honestly. <laughs> but I'll let's you. let's let's Whatever look at won, the you got it. Congrats. Sean, let's look at the bigger picture in that. There have only been three White Sox pitchers that have won the Cy Young Award. Right. I mean, only three MVPs, right? Abreu, Thomas, and, and, Dick, and Dick, Dick Allen. Allen. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a. I mean, you have a couple rookie of the years, but like, it, there's not. I mean, baseball isn't littered with great White Sox. Like, there there's a couple. There's about eleven. They're all retired. You know, Jersey. And, and that's why we celebrate those guys yeah. so much because we just don't have. This isn't the Yankees, uh, you know, or. You know, some of the teams that the Oakland A's had or the, the Cincinnati Reds had years ago, um, you know, we, we don't have a ton of stars that have gotten national recognition and, you know, been on the cover of Sports Illustrated, have been at all-star games, have won MVPs. But the ones that we do have, you know, we, we get really passionate about them. Yeah. And maybe, you know, I, I was I thought about this, too. Like I was I was thinking the bigger names, Tommy's number. I don't know if they'll retire 25. Maybe they retire 25. He's the 12th one. And then they retire the 13th number and Ozzy's at the same time. Like maybe they're doing something special like that because they are at 11 retired numbers. I thought about that. Yeah, I, I will. I think Jose Abreu is going to be retired yeah. and and they're going to give him the poly treatment, I think, where, you know, they unveil a statue um, out in the concourse, like while he's 
still playing. I think that's what, ha- you know, that's what happened with Pauly. They retired his number in the statue and he was still had a game left. Uh, it's like, talk about pressure there. I've got a statue out in the concourse and I still have got to get to bat four times. Yeah. I, I think they'll do that for Abreu. That'll, that'll be the 12th. If they don't do Gian sooner and then may, and maybe Gian follows up and number 13. Man, I got a ton of things I could still talk to you about. Uh, <laughs> Jose Abreu is he going to be a Sox for life? You know, what's his 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 career? I think we just need to talk again. Uh, yes, let's do that for for later. Maybe we should talk on March tenth. Why don't you plug again? Uh, what what you got going on on March tenth? The good guys talk back. Co- uh, the good guys Ab- talk back podcast. A- absolutely, Esther. Yeah, we're hosting White Sox trivia at Rock Island Public House in Blue Island, seven p.m. Uh, It's free to play. Um, You know, there's no RSVP. Uh, You know, if you're thinking about bringing six people, maybe split that team up into two groups of three. Um, We're going to have giveaways. There'll be prizes and we're going to run it back then on March 24th. Um, it's just a great opportunity. Test your knowledge and, uh, you know, meet some other Sox fans. And go meet the mustache. Rock Island yeah. Public House, 13328 Old Western Avenue in Blue Island at 60406. Nick, you, th- thank you so much for your time, man. I, I, I got one final question for you. Yep. We talked about this on the podcast, your podcast. The White Sox need to spend. They're going to have about like three weeks when the lockout ends. Do you have a name? If there's one guy that you can sign, Andre Dawson style, blank check, here you go. You're a White Sox. Who are you signing? You know, I, I've been, it's got to be right field in my in my mind uh, because that has been a black hole for, for such a long time. And I want them to pick a direction, to pick a guy, and this is the guy that we're going to have during this, uh, you know, championship window. And I've been back and forth on, you know, Conforto, Castellanos and and I've been you know convinced, but the more I've read and the more I've thought about it, it's Conforto. Go write a check. Tell this is what we're doing. We're not playing any games. There's no games. This is we want you. We're bringing you, and it's going to have to happen fast because I know there's other holes that they need to fill, namely pitching. But Conforto's the guy, and then we could, we'll figure out second base hopefully as well. Yeah, got to figure out second base, backup catcher probably. Mm-hmm. We're going to see uh, the Zach Collins and Zebby uh, Zavala uh, squad. Do you want a relief pitcher or starting pitcher? I need a starting pitcher uh, because I, I really, you know, I, I don't think they're bringing Carlos Rodon back and they're going to incorporate Kopech. Um, you know, he pitched 69 innings last year, and that was obviously out of relief. Maybe a couple spot starts when they needed somebody to go a few because of a doubleheader or what have you. Um, you you do not want to burn that guy out if you want him, you know, to go into September and beyond, which this team is built for the postseason in 2022. Um, I, you know, I don't know if you're going to really want to go with Lopez, but there, there might be some have, there might have to be a hybrid, you know, six man rotation at some point just to keep everybody rested. And I'm not saying you have to go break the bank, uh, which they won't, the Sox organization won't with pitching, but get, get somebody reliable that, that we could throw in that starting rotation um, just to kind of take, take the pressure off of some of these guys, you know, Keiko threw 162 last year. I, I don't know if he's going to be able to do that. Lynn, you know, had a little bit of back issue. Is he going to be able to carry the load? Um, you're looking at a big year for cease, of course, geo, 
178, you know, exactly. And so I would like them to just grab a name and that could be through trade, which everybody's talking. The Oakland A's are ready to, you know, deal perhaps, Um, but, but get another arm for sure. That's the voice of Nick Murawski. He is the host of the Good Guys Talk Back podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Hey, hey, you just got over 1,500 followers on Twitter. Congratulations, (laughs) my man. You can follow the podcast at Good Guys TB. You could also follow his co-host, Pat Hester, at Pat Hester 21. And the big thing, tomorrow, not tomorrow. Well, it will be tomorrow because it's going to post on March 9th. Tomorrow, March 10th. 7 p.m., the Rock Island Public House, 13328 Old Western Avenue out in Blue Island. Go see Nick's lovely mustache. Go meet Pat. Go <laughs> shake these guys' hands. Go have a beer with them and talk socks. It's what you need. You're, you're listening to a socks podcast that's like 40 minutes long. You obviously need some type of relief. Thank you, Nick, so much for your time, man. It, it was great to talk to you. We got to do this again. Such a blast, Sean. A, a real pleasure. Absolutely. Let's do it again. Thank you, sir. No problem. Thank you again. Go follow Nick on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. Our next episode, we're going to have another guest, another Twitter legend of the White Sox community, Mr. Delicious 13. We got Beef Loaf coming on to talk about the 108 tourney. Hopefully Nick is on there because, you know, we can we can do some fun things if uh, you and I are going up against each other. But uh, we're going to have Beef Loaf on to talk about the 108 tourney. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks, Nick Morowski, for joining me as my guest. And I will talk to you on Friday here on Lockdown Socks. Lockdown Socks.